0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1375. Dying for Convenience by Ellen Massicot of FreeToPursue.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Happy Monday, and if you're in the U.S., hope you're having a very nice Memorial Day weekend. Welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, since it is Memorial Day, I just want to take a moment to thank all of the brave women and men in the armed forces for their service. And with that, let's get to today's post as we optimize your life. (laughs) Dying for Convenience by Hélène Massicot of freetopursue.com. I received a disheartening piece of mail today. It's a brochure advertising a 55 and older facility nearby that boasts services including meal preparation, house cleaning, on-site convenience store, an activity room, well-appointed grounds, hairstyling services, and scheduled transportation to shopping centers. Of course, along with the promise of Taking all the inconvenience and work out of life come the glossy pictures of what looks like healthy, vibrant, 55 to 70-year-olds enjoying said amenities. It immediately made me think of the Axiom, the spaceship featured in the Pixar motion picture, Wall-E. Axiom is the best ship in the line of space-bound cruise ships manufactured and operated by the Big and Large or b Corporation in selling its wares bnl boasts the high level of carefree convenience associated with its services using healthy and fit models to do so sound familiar of course reality is never like the brochures what i see when i look at the many advertised conveniences is what we lose by succumbing to the marketing message the potential to maintain or improve our health and level of physical fitness the satisfaction we feel when we get something done, even the small stuff, the state of flow we enter when we work on something that demands attention, the feeling of accomplishment when we complete a difficult task, the sense of purpose we experience when we do something for others as well as ourselves, and the sense of community associated with working together on tasks such as community gardening, cooking large meals, chopping and stacking wood, building a home, and organizing events. How much sitting around and relaxing can anyone take? Try spending six months playing canasta. What might at first have looked like the perfect solution to living the good life turns out to feel pretty boring. We can start to feel pretty lost, pretty useless. It's like sitting around waiting for our number to come up as opposed to making the most of the journey. Passengers living on the Axiom offer a view into the future for those who are dying for the type of convenience found in these 55 and older brochures. They're immobile blobs who've come to depend on the ship's services, not only for convenience, but for survival. Every service is offered at the touch of a button, and few of the passengers even seem capable of independent thought. The passengers may exist, but one could hardly say they're really living. Unfortunately, we see evidence that we're moving in that direction every day. And that's not my idea of a future I want to enjoy. Convenience is killing us. It's time for the convenience pendulum to reverse course. Modern conveniences are literally killing us. We drive everywhere, buy fast food, read sound bites instead of reading books or watching full-length documentaries, order products and services at the click of a button, and have them delivered to our door. We're increasingly outsourcing our life. As a part time coach, I see the deleterious effects of seeking convenience every day. I see obesity, frailty, weakness, laziness, boredom, fickle interests, impatience, displaced anger, frustration, all of these at the slightest delay and an increasing questioning of the purpose of doing anything for the mere sake of. Enjoying the doing and not just the end result. Hedonic adaptation isn't confined to income or status. It also applies to increasing creature comforts and lack of physical discomfort and/or mental challenge. Given this fact, maybe calling it the hedonic treadmill is even more apropos. Use it or lose it. The lack of mental and physical effort many of us expend on a day-to-day basis is making us lazy and weak in both mind and body. And it's robbing us of our right to feel content. Despite what the latest healthcare and freedom commercials will tell you, the solution to the problem isn't likely to be found by taking a pill or whipping out the plastic, including the purchase of anything motorized. We need to protect our most important asset, our health. And the solution is to do stuff, even what we consider the hard stuff. To truly live a satisfying life, We need to see conveniences as treats, not as the norm to everyday life. That's what makes the rest of our day and the rest of our days sweeter. Just like Alex and Ruth in the movie Five Flights Up, we need to do things that are difficult, not easy, and we need to do that often. We also need to feel what it's like to accomplish something difficult. We need to expand our mental and physical comfort zones. We need to use all aspects of our talent and we need to do so as long as our physical and mental selves allow because that is the best way we know how to feel truly alive. We're not meant to merely exist. We're meant to thrive. You just listened to the post titled Dying for Convenience by Ellen Massicot of freetopursue.com. Just go to Indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I remember attending a professional conference where one of the sessions was all about living a longer and healthier life. One of the speakers was a physician and researcher that spent years studying those that lived beyond the age of 70 and were still thriving. He presented these results and found that there were some common themes that popped up. As you probably already guessed, diet and physical activity were important. No surprise there. But the researcher found something else that was a bit unexpected. He said that if you want to continue having good health as you age, don't retire from your job. Now, not retiring from your job is a bit of a headline grabber. The heart of this message was actually really similar to what today's author was saying. We need to continue working towards something greater than ourselves. For many, work gives us a sense of purpose, one of the reasons to get ourselves up out of bed each day. Plus, when we're working, we have to solve problems and communicate with others, all things that may help extend our lives and our health. This is why I so often tell my students that when they are thinking about their future careers, Money is important, but it's not everything. Instead, it's that shared sense of community. It's working towards that feeling of flow as today's author described. It's using our problem-solving skills. Now, I don't want you to feel like you can never retire. Instead, the larger message is find things to work on. So you may be retired from your career. That's great, congratulations, fantastic. But find other things to work on. So I like to share with my students a quote from one of my favorite books, Tuesdays with Maury. And you twisted my arm, I'll share that with you here too. Quote, the way you can bring meaning into your life is to devote yourself to something that gives you purpose and meaning, end quote. All right, that'll do it for the Monday episode. I hope you have a great start to your week. And again, thank you to all of the brave women and men in the armed forces for their service. And I'll be back here tomorrow, as usual, where your optimal life awaits.